Hi, I'm Phil Paluccia from Billionaires in Boxes. You're about to listen to an episode of a podcast called I Quit um, that I recorded probably a few years ago now. Um, I have been umming and ahhing about whether or not to remove this particular podcast, but I've had so many people contact me about it and tell me how much it touched them, how much they resonated with it. Um, I don't usually do solo podcasts, but this was just a real moment of uh, crisis, I suppose I could describe it as, just a, a time when I just wanted to walk away completely from what we were doing in our uh, consulting and training space. Um, I'm super glad that we didn't for what it's worth. You know, the last year or so has been absolutely sublime. You know, we took our profits from 500,000 to over 9 million. We are the exclusive consultants for family wealth funds in the sports industry that manage over $65 billion worth of assets. You know, for those of you who know me, and even those that don't, you'll pretty soon get to know this uh, football. So soccer for some of you absolutely runs my life so now to be advising major sports brands clubs buying and selling clubs working as a consultant in that space um, and having a life-changing experience while doing so is absolutely incredible i love the fact that we are helping so many people to learn the exact same strategies and techniques that we did to 18x our business um it's just sublime it's it's phenomenal and it makes me incredibly proud um but, you know, I think the reason I'm keeping this podcast live and active is that it shows you, at least this episode, is that it shows you that we all have moments of darkness. We all have moments where we think, why am I doing this? Like, there's, like, what are, we, what are we doing? Why am I spending so much energy here? And you know what? There are some terrible people <laughs> out there, um, but there are also some incredibly amazing people who I am honored and blessed to know and to work with. And, um, you know, it's for those people that we continue to do what we do, right? Um, so focus on the good and stay away from the dark. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. Let me know what you think once you've had a listen to the episode. Let me know if it resonates with you. If you've had a moment where you felt something similar, I'd love to hear about that. Um, as we are all human and sometimes entrepreneurship and business ownership in particular can be a lonely place. Um, so when we share these stories, both our successes and our pain points, um, it's what, it's what winning is all about. Like I, I firmly believe that business is a team sport and it doesn't matter how good you are at your position on the field. You've got to be surrounded by people who are equally as good, if not better at their position on the field. That's how we become champions. That's how we win trophies. That's how we win in business. And uh, I want to make sure that you are sharing this with your teammates, whether that's me or other people. Okay. Speak to you soon. So I thought long and hard about whether or not to actually post this. I think is uh, is me being entirely honest. I like to keep business and personal quite separate, but uh, as most entrepreneurs will know, that's very difficult because the two are so intrinsically linked. When things are going well at home, you know, business tends to do well as a result, and when things aren't going well in business, home tends to suffer as a result. Unless you're one of these great people that is really able to separate the two. I have to be honest; I've never been very good at that. Um, look, as the post kind of implies, you know the. Uh, the amount of times that I've wanted to quit and walk away from this, not because it's not work working well, but because of some of the things that have happened and some of the situations. Now, I only recently shared part of this at our Profitable Networking monthly event, which was a couple of weeks ago. Another tremendous success. Thank you, everybody that showed up. It was I, I loved it. It was amazing. Now, what always amazes me is we do a question and answer session at the end. And invariably, those things get quite emotional, which shows me that after COVID and after everything that happened, business owners are still, you know, they're right there. Their emotions are still very close to the surface. 
they're looking for other people to support them. They're looking for people who care. They're looking for, sounds like a cheesy word to use in business, but love. They're looking for love. They're looking for people who love them, love what they're trying to do, and can help them do more of what they love. Now, here is the problem that I had with all this. So during coronavirus, I fell sick in March 2020, and I developed uh, long haul syndrome, long COVID, whatever you want to call it. Well on the road to recovery now, although 10 kgs heavy, I didn't used to have this extra chin that I'm now carrying around with me because I wasn't able to exercise or do anything for essentially the past two years. Um, the worst bit was eight months of pneumonia and an inflammation around the lining of my heart, which <laughs> seemed to be flared up by stress. Now, let me tell you what happened during this period, um, because I think it's important to share this because a lot of the people that I speak to who've been through something similar feel like they're alone with this. And I don't mean with long COVID. I mean, with being taken advantage of by people in business. Uh, our industry is just prevalent with people who are professing to be a sheep, but they're actually a wolf in sheep's clothing, a dolphin uh, masquerading as a dolphin when they're actually a shark. And the list goes on and on and on. And they smell blood in the water. And when they see that you are down, be that health, be that financially, be that in need of some support, these are the people who take advantage. And that was part of the reason I wanted to walk away, not just for me, but I can't honestly tell you how hurtful it is to keep having to hear these stories from people. Now, I'm working with customers who we've now helped fix their business, get them back on the right track. I imagine at this point, many of them are in the comments underneath and you can hear from them yourself. They're on our website in videos. They've left video testimonials. They've left written testimonials on the LinkedIn profile. But what they don't tell you is how many of those people were stung and taken advantage of before. How many of them I have genuinely had in tears on a Zoom call with me because somebody took the last money that they had and promised them the earth and delivered nothing. And what I was finding was uh, there's three areas of my business. There's our broadcast business, which was working incredibly well. So I think it's 250 to 300 hours worth of business content across 15 different satellite TV networks globally each month. Love that. Never have this problem there. Professional services, done a lot of work in professional services, never, ever seem to have this problem there. They have other problems, but never, ever seem to have this problem with professional services. I'm talking specifically here about the coaching industry. And I might get some, some. I was going to swear, I might get some jib for this, right? I might get a few people kind of mouthing off or, or taking a bit of a pitch. But the problem that I have with the coaching industry is due to the, its lack of regulations and the fact that anybody can just declare themselves to be a coach, it's wide open for scammers and fraudsters to come in and say the right words to you say hey this is what i do i know it's exactly what you want think you know we've all seen it the lead generation the grow your business by 10 to 20 grand a month the cash flow on automation the clients just coming in like clockwork we've seen them all we've seen the facebook ads stalking around facebook we've all received the messages on linkedin here's the problem how do you know who's good and who isn't how do we know right? Because most people will say to you, well, do due diligence, right? And it's a good point. Here's the challenge with that I found with that over the past 18 months or so. A lot of these people will introduce you to more of their partners to do due diligence on them, right? So they're all in this together. So person A will send you to scammer B who will refer you to scammer C. And before you know it, you've spoken to five of them that are all in this together and you go, well, they can't all be wrong. Otherwise they wouldn't speak so highly about each other. 
and you boldly just kind of march straight into this business relationship with these people and end up getting your pants pulled down and getting a spanking. And that's really hard to see, really hard to see. And you know what, you know, this is going to sound really cold and it's not supposed to, but if you're in a position that, you know, you didn't do due diligence and you've got the money to waste, well, it's an expensive lesson, you know, sucks to you. You'd like more for you for believing them, but they don't prey on those people. They prey on the people who have nothing or they prey on the people who during COVID were losing their businesses and were in a world of pain. That's who they prey on. So I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be in this industry anymore. Like I, I'm so sick of hearing these stories. I'm so sick and tired of being approached by partners who just want to take advantage and take advantage of me and take advantage of my audience and abuse people and then run off with it. They, they don't come dressed as a shark, right? They come dressed as a dolphin and tell you they're your friend. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I, I shared a networking event the other day, uh, as I said, profitable networking monthly that I was, I almost quit several times during the past two years. I almost walked away from this side of business completely. And I've had so many messages about that, both at the time and afterwards, uh, private messages with people saying, thank God you didn't leave. You know, I really appreciate everything you did for me. Thank you for the community that massively warms my heart. And I don't want to get emotional with it. Cause that's, it's too cheesy. I'm not an emotional guy. That's a lie. I am an emotional guy. But that really means a lot to me because I, being sick, I was almost being a little bit selfish at that point. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm going to walk away. I, I, don't, I just, I can't be involved in this space anymore. And every time I went to walk away, somebody would meet me. Somebody would come to me and say, Phil, can you please help me with this? And I would say, okay, this is the last one. I wouldn't tell it to them, but I would say, okay, this is the last person. This is the last mastermind group. This is the last networking. Whatever. That's what I would do. It's the last one. And then something would happen in that group that me, would mean exponential growth for the person that was just in a pain point, And they would send me an audio note or a message or a video and be like, thank you so much. This has just turned everything around. I really appreciate you. Here's my friend. Can you help them? And I'd go, okay, that means a lot to me that that's happened for you. I'm really pleased. Yes, I will help your friend. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking, but this is the last one. This is the last one. Then I'm walking away. And as a result, kind of what's come out of it is this amazing community of people who I genuinely love each and every one of them. Um, we've become almost like a little business family at this point because business can feel very isolated and very alone. Um, and we're all in this together. And I absolutely love that. So there's a lot of um, you know, non-competitive partnerships going on. You're like who works with the same target audience that you do, but delivers a different service or product. There's a lot of authority referrals going on, stages, podcasts, summits, people referring each other, people rising together, people referring businesses, setting up joint ventures, strategic alliances, you name it. And all of that has come about during a time that I was ready to throw the towel in at any minute. And I don't think anybody really knew that until the other day when I mentioned it. And I wanted to share this with all of you in, in the open forum for two reasons. Number one is I'm going to give you a piece of advice on how I think it's best that you avoid being taken advantage of by other people. And number two, which they won't like, by the way, instantly. 
And number two is that I wanted to share this because I imagine lots of people have felt this way. I doubt I'm the only one that's felt this way, especially during the last two years that I've just thought, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know, I've got this other side of my business. It's really successful. It's not causing me any headache whatsoever. Why am I playing in this space that continues to get my fingers burnt and introduce me to other people who are just being taken advantage of? There's only so many times you can keep seeing that. So the answer to that is, I think, that as bad as people are, they are the minority. Now, we hear about them a lot, but they are the minority, right? And the the majority of this industry are good, solid, heart-centered people who want to make an impact for their customers and their audience. And they just need some support. You know, they are really, I use sports analogies all the time. So they are a phenomenal striker in soccer, in football, for, for people from my side of the pond. And they just need someone who can show them how to cross the ball into the box so that they can score some goals. And they've had people say to them, I can do that for you. Just give me 10 grand, give me 20 grand, and I'll do that for you. And then they never do. And I'm not just saying coaches here, marketing agents and PR firms are just as bad at this. Give us your money and we'll do your lead generation for you. Yeah, well, we've all seen how well that works out if you get the wrong company, okay? But they are the minority. And I wanted to share that because you are not alone if you felt this way and wanted to quit. You're just not. And it can feel like it's just very overwhelming and the ocean's full of sharks, but it's really not. There's about four or five shark attacks a year, right? And I want you to remember that because even when times are really down and you're feeling a lot of pain or you've been taken advantage of by somebody, there are good people out there. There are lots of good people out there. There are lots of people that will help you. There are lots of people who will give you their time, not just for money, but because they care about you and they want to see you successful. There are lots of people in our network who will repeat business with us. I hear this all the time. They will continue to buy the next level, the next level, the next level, not because they like me, but because they continue to see results from everything they do. So it's an investment. As long as they get a return from their investment, that it's exactly what they wanted. Why would they not do the next bit? And that's what I want you to aspire to do is find those people and be that person for your community. Now, here's the tip as to how to avoid these people. Don't do your due diligence for the people that they recommend you to. Don't do it. Just don't. Do your due diligence and your process based on who their customers are. Go and find their customers. It's not difficult in this digital age to find people's customers. And if you're struggling to find any of their reviews online, video testimonials, LinkedIn reviews, all that kind of stuff, there's your first red flag. Because in this day and age, every great person that I know has a number of these recommendations and reviews that are right there. And I'm not talking about the made up like Jane A says, this person is amazing and there's no headshot or it's a headshot they've taken offline or whatever it is. I'm talking about actual verified LinkedIn recommendations from somebody's review, uh, from somebody's profile, sorry. Uh, I'm talking about video recommendations. Why do you think I have, you know, on my website, each page has a different compilation video of video recommendations for people. It's because I can't fake those. Those are genuine people who've come and said, I enjoyed my work. Let me recommend this person. So it's not about me. I'm just sharing why I do that. But make sure you do this and look for the red flags. Right. I want you to look for reasons why you shouldn't work for these people, not why you should, because they're very, very good at telling you what you want to hear to get the deal across the line and get your credit card details.
They're very good at that. They're experts at it. What they're not very good at is delivering the results. So speak to somebody who's been with them for six to 12 months as a customer and ask them, what results are you getting? Should I work with this person? If you met you 12 months ago, what would your advice be about working with this person? Just ask the questions. Ask the questions, you'll get the answers, but do not do this alone. Come and join communities, whether it's ours with Profitable Networking Monthly, whether it's other people's, it really doesn't matter to me whose community you join, but the safety in numbers, right? The safety in numbers. Come and join communities of good people. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Work with people that you resonate with and trust your gut feeling because the amount of times, and I don't know whether this is a hindsight thing, it could well be, but the amount of times that customers of mine who've told me about being taken advantage of by somebody else have said words to the effect of, I knew it as well. I just had this feeling. Like I had this gut feeling. I had this little voice. I should have listened to it. If that is the case and you have that little voice and there's something playing in the back of your head, please listen to it. It's not your paranoia. It's not your fear. It's something they're trying to protect you. Now, if you go away and you do video recommendations and reviews and you speak to people who've been customers of them and you trust those people, very importantly, and they tell you to work with them, then maybe you can start to quiet down that voice in the back of your head. But treat it as an early warning system. Because when you know, you know. Okay. So as it stands, I'm not going to commit to it forever. Because as I said, broadcast business going great, professional services stuff going great. As it stands, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Not as long as my customers love what we do and I love working with them. The moment that one of those two things stops, the moment that they no longer love what I'm giving them or I no longer no longer love helping them. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Or I no longer love helping them. I'm going to stop. Because... For me to give my best work, I want to be just as passionate about you and just as passionate about what you do as you are, if not more. The reason that it works so well for us is because I treat every business like it was mine. What would I do in this business? If I was partnered with insert person, what would I do to help this person's business grow and be successful? What would I do? And I treat it exactly as my own. And my whole philosophy is that if I don't earn, I learn. Right? And unfortunately, that includes mistakes. And some of the things I've learned is that you can't trust people. And that's not a nice thing to learn, but it's an expensive lesson to learn. Um, sometimes they take your money. Sometimes they try to take your customers. Sometimes they try to damage your reputation. But you know what? If you're truly good at what you do and you love what you do and you love helping people, then rise above it, ignore the haters, take the action, and you'll get the results. All right. Um, thank you for listening. I hope this has taken some sort of, you've taken some sort of inspiration from this, even if it was just, you know, the advice on how to avoid getting scammed. If this video just helps one person to avoid being taken advantage of, then it was absolutely worth being this vulnerable and sharing. If somebody has watched this and said, actually, Phil, thank you so much for sharing because, you know, I've also been feeling like I should just walk away questioning why I do this. Then again, I really appreciate that. I do. Um, so I hope somebody has taken a lot away from this video. Feel free to tag somebody in this that needs to see this video, share it far and wide, give it to anybody that needs to see it. Um, I'm not very good at vulnerability on camera, but sometimes these things need saying. And given that I've mentioned it, as I said, in that other event a few days ago, and I've received upwards of 20 private messages about it saying, thank you for sharing. It meant a lot. Hopefully this impacts somebody here as well. Yeah, yeah.
that's what you want Making money while you in your box of short Feel like nothing yeah. or nobody is stopping you Even when I said it, it was impossible No need for hesitation Feel P, yeah, that's your